I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Friday, June 9th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Now for our first story, we have, as they say, some personal news. Yeah, Jay, this is a bit of an interesting and different opening than the Peak Pals are used to, but it's pretty exciting here at the Peak. So I want to let you Peak Pals know that we've agreed to sell the Peak to Moses Neimer Zoomer Media for an aggregate purchase price of about $5 million. Now, Peak Pals, you already know us. Every day, you, along with hundreds of thousands of modern business leaders and decision makers, wake up to our fun, smart business tech and finance news. And truthfully, that's why this deal makes so much sense. Zoomer Media, which also acquired BlogTO and Daily Hive in recent years, is expanding aggressively into the digital space. This deal is such a win for independent made-in-Canada media at a time when the industry is undergoing some real pressure. Now, that's exactly right, Jay. And not only will Zoomer's resources allow us at the peak and the peak daily to grow faster and further than the peak could have done alone, but the opportunity to learn from and work with Zoomer founder Moses Neimer will help take our operation to the next level. Now to zoom out. (laughs) Zoom On this exciting announcement, with properties in television, radio, print, and online, Zoomer Media is one of Canada's largest and most impactful media companies. That's right. For years, Zoomer has been the go-to media outlet for nearly 18 million Canadians aged 45 plus. I'm feeling attacked by that number. (laughs) I'm the only one on this podcast 45 plus, but now it's rapidly expanding into younger audiences through profitable, fast-growing digital media properties like The Peak. Yeah, well, it's the perfect landing spot for you, Jay. You got the 45 plus and and I got the younger, so we were a good balance on that. Now, not to fret Peak Pals, the Peak and the Peak Daily that you know and love, well, at least we hope you love, isn't going anywhere. It's only going to get better. And Peak Pals, I just wanted to thank you for taking this journey with us. And we're so excited for what comes next. But enough about us. For our second story, Uber does rental cars. And for our last story, a new Chinese e-commerce app. For our second story, few experiences are more nightmarish than renting a car, long lines, endless paperwork, and ending up in a 2004 PT Cruiser despite asking for 2018 Honda Civic. I think it's an experience we can all relate to, James. Honestly, it is the worst. I don't even understand why it's so bad, but you know it. Uber is betting that people would rather skip all that crap and just borrow someone else's car instead. Uber's new car share feature, which will launch first in Toronto and Boston, allow users to rent out their vehicles when they're not using them to other drivers. That's helpful because those are the two places I go most. Car owners can set their own daily and hourly pricing with availability listed in 15-minute increments and vehicle insurance options available through, of course, Uber. And this all matters because vehicle shortages have made car ownership more expensive and pushed rental car prices up 50% between 2019 and 2022, making peer-to-peer car sharing an increasingly attractive option for spendthrift road trippers. It also offers car owners a way to make a quick buck and maybe pay off their insurance in the meantime, while their cars generally sit idle, which per one recent survey is 96% of the time. To zoom out, Uber enters a crowded car share market featuring both established rental names and startups. The most notable of these is Turo, which had 2.9 million active renters globally last year and a presence in seven provinces with upcoming plans to expand to Manitoba. For our third and final story of the week, a Chinese e-commerce app that promises to let you shop like a billionaire has rocketed up to number three on Canada's store charts. Here's what's driving the news. Timu has exploded in popularity in Western markets since last launching in the U.S. last year. Now, by shipping ultra-cheap products to shoppers directly from manufacturers in China and often with free shipping to boot, it's become a pretty popular option. It has. Some of the best sellers on the app include five pairs of socks for $2.29, a six-pack of lip balm for $2.49, and a wireless video doorbell for about 16 bucks. 
But how is it so cheap? Well, an analysis of Timu's supply chain by Wired found that the company loses on average $30 per order it ships, a number that a company insider confirmed. Timu is losing somewhere between $588 million and about a billion dollars a year. That's according to brokerage firm China Merchant Securities. And it's happening because Timu is hemorrhaging money as a trade-off to break into the North American market. The idea being that it will eventually become big enough to challenge Amazon with a long-term goal of having Americans make 30 purchases a year on the app. Timu can sustain these losses thanks to cash from its parents' company, PDD Holdings, which has a market cap north of $100 billion US. And this all matters because Timu's strategy represents a challenge to North American e-commerce and retail giants who can't possibly hope to compete on price. And in our high inflation era, price matters a lot. Yes, but Timo's growth above everything strategy could be catching up to it. As Wired notes, some suppliers are leaving the app since they've been left with no margin for profit. Meanwhile, PDD has seen shares fall substantially from their peak in January and has been besieged by a wave of short sellers due to broader concerns over the e-commerce sector overall. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thank you, Brett. Have a good weekend, Peak Pals. Be safe out there. Bye.